0: This is Active Christianity's Living the Gospel podcast. Join us as we explore different aspects of the Gospel according to the Bible and how we can put it into practice in daily life.
1: Welcome to our brand new podcast, Living the Gospel, and we're on episode number one. Thanks for choosing to hit play.
0: I'm Malenko, I'm the editor of Active Christianity, and I'm one of your hosts today.
1: And I'm Eunice, I'm your other host, and I work with Milenko on the editorial team. So we're starting this Living the Gospel podcast because we thought that there's so much about the Gospel that becomes so living and interesting when we understand and begin to practice God's Word.
0: And we want to explore the different aspects of the Gospel together with you guys and find out how we can come to a victorious life that the Scriptures speak about.
1: Plus, there's lots of interesting, thought-provoking questions and discussions that go around in our office every day. And we thought that it'd be nice for you to be a part of it. Why not? So, we thought to start out with a short series about the heroes of faith. There are a lot of articles on our website about the heroes of faith and what we can learn from them for our own personal lives. Melanko, you also wrote an article about Joshua and Caleb and the spirit of faith. Would you say that they're one of your favorite heroes of faith?
0: There are so many heroes that I really look up to. But, yep, definitely I'd say Joshua and Caleb are right there among my favorites. Because Joshua and Caleb, they trusted God despite what they saw, despite what the others believed. And their attitude was, God is with us. And that spirit brought them into the promised land. When I think about Joshua as a young man, he stayed close to Moses. He stayed in the tabernacle. He really wanted to learn and he got to know God. And the faith that he got there really helped him in his battle against a physical enemy. Now, we've also got an enemy, but our enemy is the sin in our flesh. And that can really seem huge and something impossible to overcome. But God's word actually says that we can be more than conquerors. And overcoming is the result of a battle.
1: So how have you experienced that the spirit of faith has changed your daily life?
0: Well, I think I'm pretty much like most other people. I have things in my nature that I don't like at all, that I know definitely are against God's will. Uh, Things come up, I say and do things that I'm not proud of at all. Uh, Sometimes I stand there and I think, "What, what can I do now? Like, how do I go ahead? Then I think now you have to do what you know is right. Now you just have to be obedient. You have to do it. For example, anger and irritation, they're things that I know all too well. They can come up and I can really feel I can't do anything about it. It's my nature. It just comes up quickly. I, I'm like that. But then I believe in God. I've gone to action and I've worked on it. It's because I believe in God's power It's not my own nature and strengths and weaknesses that I can trust. But God's power is not just to take the situation away from me, but it gives me the power to act, to be obedient and to overcome. In situations where I'd normally get irritated, I've started to work on myself, I acknowledge that I'm the one getting irritated, that it's my giant, it's not the others causing me to be irritated, it's something from my own nature. I have to say no and I have to fight it then I've actually come to victory and the situation turns from being potentially explosive to something good and blessed. I've experienced this many times and I felt that it will continue that way.
1: I guess that explains why you wrote in the article Faith is Action, Faith Gives Results. So we thought we'll play that article for you now and here we go.
0: Joshua and Caleb, A Spirit of Faith Written by Malenko van der Staal The 12 spies returned from scouting the land of Canaan to report to Moses and the people of Israel. The people were all eagerness. God himself had led them up from Egypt and finally the moment of truth had arrived. 40 days ago, Moses had sent out the spies with instructions to find out as much as they could before the Israelites would enter the land to take it as their own. His parting words were, Be of good courage, and bring some of the fruit of the land. Read Numbers 13 and 14. And here they were, carrying a bunch of grapes so large that two men had to carry it between them. We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is the fruit. Excitedly, the people gathered around to see for themselves. Everyone wanted to have a share of the fruit. In the new covenant, we have also been told to take a promised land. As Christians, we have the greatest and most precious promises, to be finished with sin and be partakers of divine nature. The fruits of this land are the virtues and blessings we receive. Love, joy, patience, goodness and peace. Who doesn't want those? But the Israelites rejoicing didn't last long. The spies had also encountered the inhabitants of the land, strong people dwelling in fortified cities. The report was dismal. The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. We were like grasshoppers in our own sight and so were we in their sight. The people of Israel sank into despondency and wept the whole night through. Had all their dreams come to this? Had they really suffered so much hardship only to be thwarted at the very threshold of the promised land? It can often seem like that in our Christian lives as well. We give up our old life to follow Jesus with high hopes of a better life. But then our enemy, the sin in our nature, looms up large and threatening, seemingly impossible to overcome. We begin to feel that being a Christian costs too much, that it's too much work after all. Why doesn't God help us? God can't help those who don't want to believe. He has too much respect for the free will He has given us. In fact, without faith, it is impossible to please God. On the other hand, He richly rewards those who diligently seek Him. Joshua and Caleb, two of the spies, spoke up. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. You would have thought the people took heart, remembering the promises God had made and the miracles they had seen him perform, but no, because of unbelief When they came up against resistance, they would rather have stoned these men of faith than take up a battle and fight for the promised land. But then God stepped in. By not believing Him, the people of Israel were in effect denying God's power and glory. His righteous anger was kindled against them, and He swore that no one over the age of 20 would ever enter the land, but they would all perish in the wilderness, with two exceptions. My servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. Except for Caleb and Joshua, you shall by no means enter the land which I swore I would make you dwell in. This different spirit was a spirit of faith. Faith means not looking at what is visible, but believing that God is almighty. Faith means being obedient even when we can't see the results. Faith means action. Faith gives results. God wants us to choose to believe and choose to obey. He wants us to sacrifice something. God was with Joshua and the Israelites, but they had to show that they wanted it. In the conquest of Canaan that followed the fall of Jericho, not one city was taken without a fight. In that same spirit of faith, we fight our own battle against the sin in our nature. We must give up our own will and sinful desires. God gives us strength when we diligently seek Him in faith, and when we overcome, all the glory goes to Him. Nothing is taken without a fight. But when we fight, there is nothing that we cannot take. One by one, the enemies will fall before us. Then we will do more than see the fruit of the land from a distance. Love, joy, peace, and all the virtues. We will hold them in our grasp and taste them. The promised land will be ours.
1: So, I think that after hearing about the spirit of faith, then, I think we have something to do. We don't just sit and wait for faith to fall as a feeling and something amazing to happen. But if we see what's in our nature, then we have to go to action. Exactly. So we look forward to next week where we'll hear a little bit more about another hero of faith.
0: Yeah, that's Gideon.
1: Gideon, would you say that he's a hero of faith?
0: Well, Gideon actually did start out as a coward, definitely. But he believed in God and was obedient and that gave him... A huge victory but we're not going to say much more about it you have to come back next week
1: well thank you for tuning in and we look forward to having you back next week if you haven't already done it remember to hit subscribe you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook just search up Active Christianity see you bye
0: bye